The following podcast is sponsored by Crystal Glass, where windshield replacement and automotive glass repair has been a specialty for over six decades. Call 310 Glass or visit them online at crystalglass.ca. This is Gross Misconduct. Hey now! Episode 22 of the Gross Misconduct Podcast. My name is Andrew Gross. Across from me sits my partner in both life in this podcast, Carl. Hey, Carl. How do? We're calling this one Fickle Fans, Furnaces, and Rice Krispies. We want to start today by giving a shout out to our newest monthly subscribers um, on Patreon. Jason, Joan, Jacqueline, Amberly, and Leanne. And you too can become a monthly subscriber for as little as $5 a month by going to patreon.com slash gross underscore misconduct. All right. Well, it's only been a few days since we taped the last one. <laughs> and it's sun- Happy Sunday night. <laughs> yeah, it's actually Sunday night. Uh, I'll probably uh, drop it for maybe Tuesday. Maybe. Do they deserve? I mean, if you've been good, maybe you'll get it a little. Maybe two. Yeah, Tuesday. That's a nice little surprise. Because we're going to be like very um, fucked up for the next, you know, month and a half. No, I've been been fucked up for years. Uh, Yeah, my schedule is just a little crazy and so is yours. So uh, we're getting these done when we can so that you don't have to go weeks without an episode. Uh, now, you would think, having uh, just taped an episode a few days ago, that we would remember. Nope, already forgot. Uh, as have I. Here's another edition of Mike's Rewind. Here is last week's Rewind of the Gross Misconduct Podcast. I hate it. It sucks. It's fucking stupid. It's fucking moronic. It's ridiculous. And uh, that's what I think about it. In our last episode, a little bit of time was devoted to WestJet. We'll make our way through the nightmarish relationship we have now formed with the assholes at WestJet. So let's start with WestJet wants you at the airport two hours before an international flight, or two and a half two hours. And a half now. Yeah. yeah, but they're not open two and a half hours before an international flight. So it's kind of like, for what do you want us there for? To see what your gate looks like? Like, fuck. But. There was more. And uh, then we get a text from WestJet that says, oh, your flight's been delayed by half an hour. Okay. And we discover or determine somehow, and I can't recall how, that it was because the plane uh, had to be de-iced in Calgary. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the plane's coming in a half hour Mm -hmm. late, therefore it's leaving a half hour late. No problem. No problem. But looking at the connection, that leaves us an hour. An hour, which is is absolutely doable. Oh, sure. Especially if your bags are checked through to the flight. So we get into Calgary 15 minutes early. So now instead of having an hour to connect, we have an hour and 15 to connect. So all right, now now it's easy. Now we come off the flight. We're in 1AB. So we're the first ones off the flight. And even though we have an hour and 15, which is more than enough time, we hustle. Mm -hmm. Run down that hallway. Well, now everything should go smoothly. But we still have to go through security, right? Yeah. So now we're running. And it's miles. There's no transportation. There's no moving sidewalks. And we're in an unsecured area. It's just miles. But so- I just fucking booked it to eight. Oh. Let me tell you. Man, I've never seen you move that quick. You just, it was a dust trail. You just uh, <laughs> disappeared, right? So up to the gate, I, I finally turned the corner. There you are. You're at the gate. You're talking to two uh, 12-year-old uh, flight attendants or, or ticket people. And, and I go running up and you're like, we're not getting on the plane. I'm like, what are you talking about? And the flight was still there. The gate yep. was still open. I threw my boarding pass and passport at them. 
she's looking at it. She's like, yeah, no, we don't have anyone connecting from Las Vegas. And I'm like, well, no, we're on this plane. She's like, no, we've given your seats away. Yeah. Excuse me? What? Oh, my. Well, I'm sure the good people at WestJet will have a solution. You have a customer service rep saying, oh, just phone WestJet. Well, clearly you've never phoned WestJet. They put you on hold for 12 to 15 hours. They book a callback for two weeks from now. You don't know how bad your own company is. So whoever's in charge of customer service at WestJet, I implore you, try phoning WestJet because you will become so frustrated with the experience that unless you're completely void of brains and heart, you will do something to fucking change the horrific fucking customer service you are offering your passengers. And that's what happened in the last episode of the Gross Misconduct Podcast. Now you're all caught up. Uh, Keeping it classy. <laughs> mm. Well, I remember now. Yeah. A couple of things there. Yeah. Um, when I was booking it to the gate, mm. reminded me of like 20 some years ago. Back in the day when you were on a plane, people just got up and as you were ready to go, yeah. you would leave. It wasn't like, okay, row one, row two, right? It wasn't, right. you know, it was just a, a clusterfuck. It was a free-for-all. And I don't know why we decided, I don't know where we were going or whatever, but we had decided, okay, as soon as- No, 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 we had not decided. I no, thought, we I had. Thought, I thought you were kidding. <laughs> you turned to me and you said, as soon as that light goes off, book Let, it for the door. Yeah, let's give her. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, okay. We're going to run to the front. We're going to, yeah. we're going. Yeah, Maybe I, we had a tight connection somewhere. I don't know. I, I don't think so. I think we just wanted to get <laughs> off the plane. Uh, and I, and I, we were. I thought you were kidding. We were way back. Well, we were about like mid fuselage. All I remember is seeing this woman <laughs> hurtling over people <laughs> to get to the front of the aircraft. And I turned to you to say, oh, look at this uh, chick. Eh? And it's you. <laughs> You you were gone. Like oh, you, I flew, man. Oh, man. You know what? You would have uh, a long career as a running back because you were dodging people, mm. jumping over, carry on. Mm-hmm. You you missed the flight. Att- you were at the door, and then you looked I, I back know. at me like, and you're just, And you're stuck in this sea of people trying to get their shit out of the overhead bins, and you're just like, Ugh. and I'm like, what the fuck, man? It was supposed to be a team effort. I, I asked you this evening as we were driving around, do you have any regrets? And and I had a specific is, regret. Is that one of your regrets? That is, is that you never followed me? Yeah, that is one of my regrets <laughs> in life that I had that opportunity to show you how fast I can move. Mm. And uh, But I, again, no. thought you were kidding. But man, you made it to the door. And then you had to stand there and wait for me. You were like, oh, you're rolling your eyes. Well, like, what are I you mean, doing? it was wasted effort. I, I have to wait for you. Fucking I know. Slowpoke. It was a great. Uh, it was and a the great other job. thing, yeah, that sparked my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, talking we, about we West should Jet. take these at night more often. Apparently, you're quite awake. I got Bailey's in my coffee. Oh, okay. I can't do that during the day in case I need to drive somewhere. I understand. Um, talking about WestJet and our friend Oz, who um, has been trying to get his unconfirmed flights confirmed before we go to Mexico. He keeps phoning, and you know he's on hold for hours, so. He phones the WestJet vacation number. Yeah. And don't know how long he was on hold for, but somebody finally answered. Oh. And she was like, oh, no, this is WestJet. You got to talk to WestJet vacations. And he's like, well, this is the phone number that's like right there for WestJet vacations. And she's like, well, I'll transfer you over. Oh, God. And so four and a half hours, he's on hold. 
and then it just disconnects and the recording comes on, you know, well, you know, please try us again tomorrow. Like we're close. It was like six o'clock. So they just like, they shut down Western vacations. They, My don't God. Answer, they don't answer the phone after 6 p.m. My God, West Jeff. Oz is just like, uh, fuck it. I don't. Well, I guess you got to start at what? Eight in the morning. I, I honestly, like, I don't know what the group is going to do because I think there was uh, a couple others in the group. I, I think uh, Dr. Tony and Dawn have got theirs confirmed now, but I think the others are still like Trying unconfirmed and they're not, you know, they were told they were going to get an email, but they've never received. I don't even know what the fuck is going on. But at some point, people from WestJet got together with the people who installed their phone system, and somebody must have asked, "Hey, what happens at six? And and the answer apparently was, "Oh, we hang up on everybody." And somebody from WestJet went, "Okay." I mean, here's the thing. Yeah. If you're all behind because for two years you couldn't fly, now everybody wants to fucking fly, and you're like behind. And you're you're just overwhelmed with uh, requests and whatnot, refunds and new travelers and whatever. Um, get enough staff, number one. Mm. And if you need to, you stay open twenty four hours so people can just call you when they need to. You know what I mean? Like you don't shut the phones off at six o'clock. Well, right? well, like- apparently this episode is about WestJet as well. So <laughs> here's the thing. Now I've heard from WestJet people. That the problem is they're training staff as quickly as possible, right? And my question is, to do what? Like, how long does it take to train a staff member to say no? Because mm-hmm. that's all they say. Yeah. No, can't help you. I no. mean, apparently a lot of their staff came back to work. Well, sure. You know, so, I mean, I, I find it hard to believe they're that understaffed that it's taking a week to get back to people or two weeks or you know, never. Any, anyone who works a phone has some sort of binder with tabs in it. And no matter what the situation, you just turn to that tab yeah. and, you, you know. So how big could this binder possibly <laughs> be at WestJet when the answer is always no? No. Like, it, you could no, basically put you. that on a napkin. Closed. Like, what do we do if no? Okay, what if the customer, no? Well, I came up with the genius idea. Yes. And like I said, I'm pretty sure that I did this when they changed my uh, Palm Springs flight mm. to the day before um so the email came in i mean the pro i understand the email the problem is that some people are not getting emails it's just you know Mm -hmm. they don't even know that their flight's been changed and it said you know i click this button to confirm it and so i clicked the button Mm -hmm. and it took me to a page saying that i was now confirmed so that's what they have to do like in your email put like so people don't have to phone you just click a little button that says you're confirmed Obviously, that's what you have to do. So I, I don't understand why they're not doing that. Before WestJet became complete assholes, <laughs> I never got their emails. Anyway, mm. I'd be on the phone and whoever I'm talking to would say, okay, I've sent you your itinerary. You should have it now. Mm. And I would never have it. Like I would say, well, I'm, did she, oh, check junk. No, it's not in junk. Like I'm mm. not getting the email. And then sometimes the email would just appear from the Netherland. At like three in the morning, two months later, and it'd be like, okay, I don't, what system are you, uh, gee, I hope that's not the same computer system that controls the aircraft. That could be a Shaw issue, but let's not get going on that. Okay. Okay. Because, you know, despite the fact that it doesn't feel that way, uh, this is a very happy episode. (laughs) (laughs) I have proof. It might seem crazy what I'm about to say.
Now, we mentioned last week, last episode, possibly last month, uh, that we had a furnace issue yeah. uh, that Todd from uh, Todd's Mechanical came over and discovered for us because it was leaking water. Yeah. And we got hold of the individuals, the company that installed our furnace in the first place, and they sent over a, a guy. And Connor. Connor, the guy. And uh, Con- not McDavid. No. Connor something else. Probably. And uh, he looked at it. I was out of town. I think I was on my way to Grand Prairie at that point. And you texted or phoned and said, they agree they installed it incorrectly and they're going to fix it for free. It is not level. And what was happening is water was dripping down and it rusted out the heat exchange or whatever it's called. Um, And so the water was just kind of like pouring out the side, which we determined was now that I've sucked up all the water and I keep a towel against the furnace, now that area on the in the hall is no longer wet. So we've determined it was good somehow leaking. Right. So it's yeah. not a foundation problem, which is no. a huge relief. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Who needs that? And and uh, mechanical Todd was kind enough to offer that when they finish fixing the furnace. He will come and do a free inspection of it for us to make sure this time they did it right. Well, I'll have to get... Well, here's the thing. I mean, I guess when the city comes out and inspects your furnace, Mm. they don't slap a level on it to see if your furnace is level. It's the city, Carl. (laughs) It's the city. Remember when they came... We got a red sticker anyway for our furnace. I know, because they forgot to put the cap on the chimney. They did, but... And now I realize... So, Connor... They also cut a hole in Maddie's closet wall. That should have been our first red flag. Do these guys actually know what they're doing? Um, Anyway, Connor was nice. Uh, we We got a red sticker because they failed to put the rain cap on or they mm-hmm. put it on incorrectly or no, they, they didn't, didn't put, put it, it on. on at all. Oh yeah. Cause it was icy. They didn't want to go yeah. up. It was icy. So we got a red sticker and then I had phoned them and told them about this and they were just like, well, yeah, you know, don't want to do it when it's icy, blah, 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 blah. Um, so at some point they actually came by and put one on. Didn't know that Connor told me that the other day. I, cause I brought it up. I was like, Oh, I think we need this rain cap put on oh no it's been put on and he's like oh it's up there and it's like well i wish i'd but there's no point me phoning the city inspector now until we get our furnace rebuilt and then because then i'll have to get are you telling me we're still red stickered yeah (laughs) oh i had no idea (laughs) yeah because i didn't know we had the rain cap on but now if we're getting it rebuilt yeah, it was like the next day carl i phoned the guy who owned the company and he came over and put it on well, the you, next day. Why didn't you phone the city so we could get our red sticker off? Well, I don't know. How this I, shit I works. feel. I thought I, I took care of business. I, I there feel for you. less than because I've got a red sticker on my furnace. Mm. Anyway, I'm assuming that once they rebuild it, or is that just a part and you don't have to get it inspected again? Joe, check know. that. Oh, but no, they're like totally got to relevel it and. It's major work. Anyway, they're eating all the costs, so it's not costing us anything. That's great. And speaking of eating things, it is that uh, time of year where your baking has... Well, we'll start shortly. I'm always excited. I love your baking. Mm-hmm. You do uh, you do those little squares that give me heartburn, and uh, you do the- Do the mint squares give you heartburn? Big time. I do. I'm pretty sure that's why I have no gallbladder now. It's just chocolate and mint. I, I don't know why, Carl. As soon as I, I, cut, I, I bite huh. into one, and I'm in pain. Wow. Yeah, that's why that's what's always left over. You always ask, why does nobody eat the squares? Oh, no, the kids. uh, Yeah. Yeah, totally. But in relation to how many Rice Krispie squares get eaten or how many gingerbread cookies get eaten. I I mean, it's weird just because there's nothing in there that wouldn't be in like a chocolate bar or cake or, you know, whatever. Well, it fires off something in my system. That's strange. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, apparently speaking of strange. Going to do some new stuff this year, too. Okay. Yeah. Did you want to elaborate on that? Or? I'm going to do some shortbread. 
I haven't done shortbread in a long time. I usually don't do it. With icing? No. Okay. Well, maybe I may do a couple with some icing just because you're, you know, a complainer, whiner, whatever. Uh, So you cannot locate Rice Krispies. There is a Rice Krispie shortage. (laughs) Apparently there's some strike at the uh, Kellogg's Rice Krispie plant, wherever that is. Joe, check that. Uh, There's like, I think, four plants. Are they all on strike? Joe, check that. And uh, you can't find Rice Krispies. Mm. So we need that for Rice Krispie yeah. Square. So if anybody out there knows, and listen, please, before I finish that sentence, mm-hmm. because we talked about this earlier too, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, if anybody out there knows where to get Rice Krispies, please let us know. Um, but you know, Or the store brand, like your yeah, no-name, the no-name choice, sure, whatever, sure. as long as they're crispy rice. But things. the question is not, where do you typically get Rice Krispies? <laughs> like, I don't want... Uh, have you tried a Walmart. supermarket? Like, yeah. no. I'm, I have. If you, you need to have seen them that day. If you day. have laid eyes upon <laughs> Rice Krispies, let us know. And and while we're on this topic, it dawned on me as well. Uh, people constantly write to me. They message me, and it's always like, "Hey, Andrew and Carl." Mm-hmm. But but you don't get them right? right. The only time you hear about them is when I read them in the listener mail. Did you want to give your email address out if people wanted to email you? Well, oh, I mean, I could. All right. Well, it's up to you. I mean, that I was, mean, if you're going to, this would be the time to do it. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'll think. All right. Just, I'll think just about it. email me. I'll think about it. Maybe and... by the end of the episode, you'll have my email address. All right. It's time for a Joe's fact check. Joe. Fact check. Joe's Fact Check is brought to you by our friends at South Central Dentistry. They're providers in all areas of general dentistry and oral health care, but also, more importantly, helping many nervous patients get the dental care they need with gentle sedation. Dr. Cowett is certified in in-office conscious sedation with inhaled nitrous oxide gas, oral conscious sedation with a pill, and even intravenous sedation. So let the nice folks at South Central Dentistry put you at ease while they put a smile on your face. Call 780-757-3723 or visit them online at southcentraldentistry.com. WestJet's headquarters is located adjacent to the Calgary International Airport. Lobsters are a family of large marine crustaceans. Culver's is an American casual fast food restaurant chain that operates primarily in the Midwest. The chain is mostly known for its butter burgers and frozen custard. (laughs) Please let Carol know that if there's a crack in your concrete floor slab and your sewer or water pipe cracks under that, the fluid would actually come up because water always follows the path of least resistance. When houses are built, the subgrade is compacted clay to minimize settlement of the foundation, but also to prevent water from seeping in and out. Now you're probably thinking, well, Joe, why does my basement flood if the clay subgrade is compacted to prevent water from coming in? Well, that's because it's physically impossible to compact the sidewalls of the basement excavation. So as the water table rises, it comes in from the sides and gets under your slab or in through cracks in your foundation. Hmm. And uh, Carol's money. Is at thirty-five million with the correct answer in innovation. Now we are taping this episode, as I mentioned a moment ago, a little early, so perhaps Joe was not quite finished yet. But Joe, did I not ask you, Joe? What? 
I mean, this is not your performance appraisal, so don't take it too seriously. But did I not ask you to like figure out for me what the vaccination situation was for me getting on a ship and coming back from Cartagena? And oh well, that oh that's a lot. That's a lot to ask a Joe. Yeah, it's Joe. It's Joe though. Well, you should tell him which ship you're getting on. All right. Anyway, you're not going to Cartagena now. No, I'm coming back from Cartagena. Oh, well, we know what you need for coming back to okay, Canada. Okay, all right. If you want to share that with me sometime, that'd be great. Oh, my God. How many times do I have to tell you? Oh, my God, You're Carl. coming back into Canada, so you need a PCR test or an NAAT test. It cannot be an antigen test. Okay. It needs to be the one that, well, you get it. I, I mean, the ship's going to give it to you free, but you need to get the, can, the can, high test. Can I just do this? When I'm, when I'm on the ship, the day before we arrive at Cartagena, mm-hmm. can I go wherever... I'm supposed to go and say, my wife wants to talk to you on the phone. I just hand you the phone. No, look, you're a okay. big boy. Well, am I? You can do this. You can do it. All right. Well, that's another edition of uh, Joe's Fact Check. Joe. Fact Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to will. All right, Debbie sent $8.88, as she always does, and said, fabulous show as always. Thank you. Well, thank you, Debbie. Brucey tweeted, just heard the story on your podcast. I cannot believe the fuckery that this shit for brains airline has become. I can't believe how hard it must be for anyone with scruples to work there. Hashtag WestJet sucks. Sham tweeted, I am sickened and appalled by WestJet's treatment <laughs> of you guys and Maddie. Although uh, Maddie's case, that was Sunwing, actually, not WestJet. Yes. Uh, I will avoid their airline at all costs and will be recommending everyone listen to your stories so they too can avoid them. Unbelievable. I am so mad on your behalf. Leanne in Camrose messaged on Patreon, signed up. Yay. Question, Carl, what will you be doing for holidays since Andrew will be on the high seas? Beverages, perhaps? Hmm, I don't know. Um, Probably just, you know, keeping it low key. Do reading. Do I, I do a lot of reading when you're gone. Yeah. I don't watch TV when you're not here, mm-hmm. by the way. Although I might, you know, might have to slip in a couple of Hallmark movies. <laughs> no drinking, but, you know. Oh, my God, we got shit faced the just- other night. <laughs> Playing that Hallmark oh, drinking game. We, here's the thing: we did a we did a double header. We did. I don't know what we should be using for shots because we don't want to do like tequila or anything. We'll no. be we'll be just. I mean, the fuckery will just be unbelievable. Yeah. Um. So we've been doing like liqueurs, um, a mint chocolate and a white chocolate, mm-hmm. and they're very good. They go down very smoothly, but they're filling. You, like you just feel like really I don't. full and bloated like after you've had like 20 shots of weird I don't <sighs> oh, okay I swear I could I could chug from that bottle <laughs> that has no effect on me at all. All right. Yeah. Uh, Robert got hold of us uh, through Patreon as well and said, "Just listen to the podcast and wanted to help ensure a smooth trip back from your cruise. Here's a PCR test to avoid." And he included a link to a Toronto City news story. It's interesting. It was a woman and her daughter who tried to use a switch health reverse transcription loop mediated isothermal amplification test, or as you like to call them, an RT-LAMP. Uh, the tests are approved by Health Canada as a PCR alternative and currently available only to Air Canada Aeroplan members, of which I am one, mm-hmm. but hers malfunctioned. So here's the deal. 
it malfunctioned while she was online with the nurse helping her do mm. the test. Mm-hmm. She showed the nurse what happened. And the nurse said, oh, you know what? It's no good. Like, you can't reset it. Uh, and it can't be replaced. So so Air Canada won't give her a new one? Well, they didn't have time. Like, this is oh, the day okay. before the flight. Oh, she, She's okay. online showing it to I the see. nurse. Right. And the nurse just said, no, there's... It, it can't be replaced. So she had to run around all over the place and wherever they were, somewhere I think in the Caribbean, uh, to try and get a PCR test. Mm-hmm. And then she did. Yeah. Then they get to the airport and the check-in people didn't accept the daughter's test, which didn't malfunction, Oh. saying that they had never heard of that test. This happens routinely with airlines in the Caribbean because, and perhaps elsewhere, I just don't have any experience elsewhere. Those people who are checking you in in Mexico and, you know, Punta Cana or wherever, they put on their Delta hat 15 minutes after the Mm -hmm. WestJet flight takes off. And then, you know, when Delta's gone, they put on their Air Canada tie. I don't think that's really true. It is. They they work, they're contractors. (laughs) Joe, check that. They work for different airlines. They Mm. they don't know. It's true. You know, think of a Sunwing. Do you think Sunwing has permanent staff for one flight every two days? Well, if I can just throw a little tip out there mm-hmm. for travelers. So on the um, Government of Canada website, yeah. where it lists, you know, everything you got to do, mm-hmm. all the hoops you got to jump through to travel. There is a list of all the approved tests. And there's some, it's just like, fuck, I've, what are these? Like, I've never, but there's like at least a dozen of them. Like names you've never heard of. I know that the RT, LAMP is on there. The NAAT, which is what we had, um, I believe, in Vegas. It's what me and Maddie got because um, it's cheaper than the PCR. Oh, I think we're, um, I, I think I'm, I'm going to get the F-U-C-K-I-T. Oh, okay. Anyway, so maybe you just kind of maybe take like a little screenshot of that page from the Government of Canada that's an approved test. Oh, for coming. Oh, that's for coming into Canada, though. Mm-hmm. You're talking about. Okay. Well, you know, yeah. You know how they resolved it at the airport? Mm. Eventually, this contractor with whatever uniform on said, oh, screw it. Let Canada figure it out. Mm. That's what she said, according to the woman. I mean, so did these people. Um, uh, what's the word? Um, they asked Air Canada to refund them for the test that didn't work. Mm-hmm. And Air Canada refused. So, okay. So you got to do your homework about entry requirements for the country that you're traveling to because- They were traveling to Canada. Okay. So they were coming back to Canada. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, that's- That's yeah. what I said. The day before they oh, well, flew back to Canada. Oh, well, you made it sound Canada. like they were- Okay. Yeah. Well, that is an accepted test in Canada. So- Yeah. Yeah. But again, the contractor right. at the airport. I know, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. In some countries, they might be, uh, you know, I don't know what this is. You know, a- another interesting um, fact is that you said to me, "Okay, I'll tape it tonight, but let's make this one quick." And yet, you want to debate this whole story with me. Well, if looks could kill. Uh, Joan commented on Patreon. Hi, Andrew and Carl. Joan from Pinocchio here. And yes, we've met before. I hope to meet Crazy James along with other listeners sometime too. Thank you for all the laughs you've given us during this shitty time. Cherie commented on Facebook, such an angry episode. Ha <laughs> ha. And Kevin is a wise man. P.S. I will avoid WestJet in the future. Thank you for the heads up. And I decided not to summarize 
all of the emails and messages we got from all of the listeners who told us their WestJet horror stories. I'm sure there's a lot of them. Uh, I was getting half a dozen to a dozen a day for several days in a row. I mean, it's it's incredible. And a lot of people, you know, you would suggest that perhaps all airlines are pretty bad, but a lot of people saying that they had had similar experiences, you know, flight delays or lost luggage or whatever with Air Canada and that Air Canada had made it right. I don't know what WestJet has done, uh, but they need to undo it. You've heard me talk about our technology. Yeah, we give you the same advantage that professional athletes have in their recovery. What I haven't told you about is the amount of study, training, advanced skills, and focus on hands-on care that we put into every patient who walks through our door. We don't claim to know everything or to fix every problem that enters our doors, but we do promise to always try our best to be charitable in our communities and dedicated to our patients and to use our hands to make a difference because life shouldn't hurt. This podcast is made possible by the support of our subscribers and advertisers. And I'm one of them, Amy. I signed up for a $5 a month subscription at patreon.com slash gross underscore misconduct. Thank you for doing that, Dick. I'm glad I did, Amy. It's so easy to do. And now I get exclusive content that other listeners don't get. And I don't have to remember to e-transfer Andrew at andrewgross.com every week or use paypal.me slash grossmisconduct. Be a dick. Sign up today at patreon.com slash gross underscore misconduct. If enough people do, this podcast will go on forever. box of your eye and you are listening to gross misconduct with your hosts carol and andrew gross keep on rocking this is a thing i've never known before it's called easy living this is a place i've never seen before and i've been forgiven easy living and i've been i want to give a special shout out i know we did that you did off the top of the show to our new subscribers but amber lee was one of them uh amber lee and scott uh had me over to their house uh what friday night mm-hmm. and uh for just a little uh get together amber lee is a huge fan of the podcast and i guess uh, of you know back in the day when i was on radio so uh, scott for her birthday had asked if i would drop by the house and uh, spend a little time and so i did i was there for a little over an hour i think really really enjoyed them uh great people really great people but it's there's a weird coincidence with this, and I, I mentioned it to them as well. So we were driving around one night doing the Christmas light thing, criticizing people, mm-hmm. and we were on this street, and we saw this house with nice lights, mm-hmm. uh, blue and white, and I said, oh, there's a lot of blue and white on this street, and you said, oh, they're probably Jewish, because blue and white- I didn't say white, they were probably. I said, maybe. Maybe they're Jewish. Maybe they're Jewish. I don't want to misquote you. Yeah. I mean, it's not insulting to say maybe no. they're probably Jewish. That's no, not... but probably means that you can only like blue and white lights if you're Jewish. Right? Okay. I said maybe they do because it was Hanukkah. Yeah, right. It, so it totally made sense. Yeah. So then Scott gets hold of me and asks if I'll do this, if I'll drop by and wish his wife happy birthday, and and I agreed to do it, and and then I got his address and I show up at his house. Well, we actually drove by there. A night earlier just to make sure I could find the house when mm-hmm. I needed to because mm-hmm. my schedule was a little tight 
So we drive a couple of nights before, and the address, it turns out, was the street that we were on. Mm -hmm. And the house with the blue and white lights is their house. Mm -hmm. I mean, what a weird, weird coincidence. Uh, So when I did the visit, the first question I asked was, hey, listen, settle an argument for me. Are you guys Jewish? And uh, no. You know, they seemed surprised by the question. I was like, oh, well, the blue and white lights. They have two kids, and apparently the kids pick the light Mm -hmm. colors. So Mm -hmm. Absolutely makes sense. Mm-hmm. Anyways, great job. Well, Carol, it's time for our dick of the week. I hurt people. I'm a dick. You know, I, I, I'm i inclined to almost change who the dick of the week is, but I'm not going to. Mm. not going to. Right. I'm going to go with what I planned Marker. because we have something special for you. Oh, we have some double corporate dick for you. Corporate dick. I know you like the corporate what? dicks. Yeah. Uh, This is actual audio from a Zoom call by Sears to employees who had joined a new division of the company called Transform Home Pro. Now, what it is, is it's these representatives from Sears come to your house and they figure out how they could transform your house, whether it's replacing the windows, Mm. redoing the kitchen. Uh, You know, they're sort of consultants. And then they connect you with the people who can do that work. Okay. It's it's a kind of a new division of Sears, mm. I guess. And they had been training for three weeks. Now, mm-hmm. the, the deal was these were not all new employees. Every employee was given the opportunity to apply to be part of this group. Uh, it was a new opportunity, exciting. And they were then promised that once they completed their training, they would be receiving a six-figure income doing Ooh. this work. Mm. What is a six-figure income, by the way? Over a hundred thousand. Over a hundred thousand. Up to nine hundred and ninety-nine thousand. Well, that's great. But during the training period, they were paid a total of seven hundred dollars for three weeks. Mm. So any individual who previously was employed by Sears gave up their salary or their wage. Oh, so you couldn't be an employee you and be both. and do this train. Oh, okay. no, you had to leave whatever mm. your position was. Ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and okay. you had to go to training. Okay. For seven hundred dollars, but the promise is, after three weeks, big bucks, big bucks, big bucks. lots of work, big bucks. Now their training got completed, and they were supposed to start their new six-figure job on December thirteenth. Uh huh. But instead, Sears asked them all to attend a Zoom call on December tenth. So I'll just read it. As the company continues to seek ways to improve and serve our customers better, we are making some organizational changes within the home improvement business. After careful and extensive review of all options, the company has made the very difficult decision to eliminate some positions across the home improvement business. Unfortunately, your position has been among those selected for elimination. While we recognize that this this information is difficult to hear, please know that this decision is based on our ongoing business needs and is not a reflection of your performance. In fact, we have openings across the Sears Home Services Organization and would encourage you to apply for any open positions. In particular, the in-home repair team has need for experienced in-home sales professionals on their clean and maintain team to help us drive the future growth of our appliance repair and sales business. You can go to um, HTTPS uh, uh, jobs.sears.com and search for preventive maintenance technician. We would like you all to seriously consider these and other opportunities at Sears Home Services. I want to sincerely thank you 
for your many contributions to Sears Home Improvement and Sears uh, and your commitment to our members, customers, and each other. By the end of today, Human Resources will send information to your personal email addresses on file with the company. If you do not have a personal email on file with us, someone from HR or from Human Resources will contact you to obtain a suitable email address. You also have the option to schedule time with Human Resources to discuss your information in more detail if desired. Details on how to request a meeting with Human Resources will be included in the email you receive. In addition, you will receive instructions on how to return all company assets. Please refer all questions related to your personal health benefits, financial benefits, or other benefits to the Associate Service Center via 88Sears. Um, so that's 88Sears.com. After this general announcement, your IT systems will be turned off and your last day of work will end. So you guys basically fired us by turning off our access to the systems. Well, that and and we did not do that. That was uh, you know just part of what they did, and that's why you had uh, you were having those issues this morning where you got kicked off of the system. So they did that. This is unbelievable. We just spent three weeks training for this, busting our asses basically for no money, and you guys have the gall to leave, to fire us the day before we're supposed to go in the house. This is the most unbelievable thing I have ever heard. We busted our asses for you guys. We we committed to this company. We were you were responsible for us. Jesus Christ! I mean, are you guys kidding me? This is unbelievable. We've lost fellow colleagues we've worked with for many years, and we've just been announced this, and so we are also holding back the. the that, that emotion, and so uh, we are, yeah, not the best forum, Blake, I get it. Um, a lot of heightened emotion that's happening right now as we were blindsided uh, within this last hour. So uh, to say that we apologize is an understatement, um, but there will be actions that are taken accordingly. Okay, well, if I don't see my last paycheck in my hand, I close the business. I'm filing a complaint. You guys handled this terribly. You should have had our checks in hands. We should have gotten COBRA information about our health care. We should have gotten release papers by now. That is the law. So when is my stuff coming? I'll know as soon as I know, Blake. I don't even know what my position is at this point in time. Right. you got a job, Linda. Might as well face it, your dick. Gonna have to face it, your dick. I don't like corporate dick. Yeah, if I might add to that, uh, hey, fuck you, Linda. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's like fuck. that's like nice, like, and you know, right before Christmas. I like, know. Yeah, fuck you, suckers. Right? Like, yeah. Fuck. By Zoom. Okay. Well, that's why Sears is, you know, the shit much, company that yeah, they are. Pretty much no longer. Fuck! I hate HR people. I apologize if you're an HR person, but honest to God. I mean, my dealings with them are never good, but that's <laughs> well, probably more a reflection uh, on me yeah, than that anything. Could, that could be on your end, yeah. But you know, oh, hey, we're we've lost coworkers. We're a oh, shut up. That's Cough like that's up. like killing your spouse and then saying, "But I'm a widow." 
<laughs> you know, yeah, because you murdered your spouse, you silly bastard. Anyway, a little corporate dick for you. Mm-hmm. A woman in San Diego is going viral after she showed up at a county board meeting on Tuesday and sang a parody of All I Want for Christmas is You. The performance itself is quite pitchy, as you'll see. Sorry. But Yeah, but a lot of people in the crowd were on her side. She got a big round of applause at the end. Uh, they were there opposing an extension of a local health emergency which would require individuals to wear mm-hmm. masks. The extension passed anyway. Ivermectin, not just horse paste, and hydroxychloroquine. Vitamin C and vitamin D, then the zinc and quercetin. I won't wear a useless mask. I don't need to stay at home. And my kids should go to school. We don't need to be alone. I just want my freedom now. The Constitution will show us how. Make my dreams come true. Baby, an emergency. Let's have a happy holiday, everybody. I might add to that. Shut up, Linda. (laughs) Uh, Hey, there's a big uh, Christmas candy controversy in the news right now. It appears that some of Cadbury's chocolate Santas might just be old chocolate Easter bunnies that they've rewrapped as Santa Claus. As a guy in Australia was in a store's candy aisle, he noticed that Cadbury's big chocolate Santas were more rabbit-shaped than Santa-shaped. So he bought one, opened the wrapper... And it does appear to be a chocolate bunny. He put the experience up on TikTok. So Christmas chocolate is all the rage. And I I see these chocolates here. Now, is it me? Or is that just very clearly the Easter bunny mold with a picture of Santa on it? Cadbury, what the hell are you doing? Like you have the marshmallow Santas. You have apparently caramel baubles, whatever they are. And, you know, the Christmas classics. And then you have Easter bunny-shaped Santa clauses. I'm of a mind to purchase this just to see if it's actually a rabbit underneath the wrapper. (laughs) Okay. I have him. This is very clearly a rabbit shape (laughs) that Cadbury thinks can fool us with this Santa garb. Let's see what happens. Reveal your secrets. There you go. Very clearly, a, a unmuted rabbit. <laughs> what is this? Cadbury, what are you doing? Johnny, la gente esta muy loca. What the fuck? Again, Carol, there was a board meeting at some point. Yeah. (laughs) And somebody said, what are we going to do with these 586 tons of chocolate rabbits? And somebody at the meeting went, what if we unwrap them and rewrap them as Santa Claus? And and a a superior at the meeting, a boss of some kind went, well, that's fucking brilliant. (laughs) 
they're clearly a rabbit. You have to see this. Like, I he, think he found Bun Bun. <laughs> oh, I, I'm so sad for you. Well, no, we we keep seeing two rabbits, mm. and we're pretty sure they're Bun Bun and Debbie Harry. Yeah, they're probably yeah. the only two rabbits in no, but the Rabbit Hill area. No, but they're they're pretty much in the same mm-hmm. you know couple of houses, and it's always the two of them. You always see the two of them together. Okay, so I think it's Bun Bun and Debbie Harry. All right, well, you know what? Let's go with that. Uh, do you remember back in the day we checked in with the uh, cart narks? Mm-hmm. Well, I check in with them routinely. I don't. Oh, okay. I don't share it on on the podcast, mm. but but this one was so good. I thought, oh, we have to share it. Uh, this time, a woman leaves her cart in the handicap walkway at a Walmart. It's almost always at a Walmart. Sure. Now she's driving a big truck, like one of those ones, you know, pickup truck, but it's you know big. Like you yeah. have to climb up mm-hmm, into it mm-hmm. uh, to get into the uh, driver's side. She has no handicap placards on this truck. Period. Okay. Hey, ma'am, sorry, that's not where the cart goes. That's in the handicap walkway. Someone who's actually handicapped might need that for, like, their wheelchair or something. Oh, no, no, I'll move it. I mean... Thank you. See ya. And I do have a handicap, actually. Uh, well, so just let you know. But I get what you're saying. Is it lazy bonesitis? But, like, the heart... The hand- I'm sorry, wait, what? Is, it la- is your disability lazy, lazy bonesitis? Because I saw you walk around the store and... Oh, absolutely. Oh. Yeah. Thank you for being and, and I literally jerked my back and now it is killing me Sorry. and today's been a better day but have you seen my MRI sir and who the fuck are you I'm the cart narcs. okay well you can cart narc go fuck yourself well that's not nice that? to say well lazy bonesitis how about assholeitis well I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a don't stutter at me and get the fuck out ma'am you didn't let me finish my great statement no thank you sir you can leave me alone. I'm a responsible thank personitis you. That's what I have. I have too much of that. The cart corral's right over there. Person, I, you have go fuck yourself, Ida. I don't think you're making. That's not it where to go. Goes. There. How about there? How about this? You want the cart there? You can go fuck yourself and put it there. I don't want to put it there. I don't know who you think you Let's are, but something. don't ever tell somebody with a disability. Is it lazy bonesitis? Well, it might be. You're a fucking dick. Well, I'm, I'm just pointing out. Wait, don't hit me, ma'am. I'm not gonna hit you. I'm gonna take your glasses. I'm gonna throw them on the ground. Well, that's that's theft and uh, a theft. Yeah. Theft. Is yeah. that theft? Yeah, taking my stuff and destroying it's theft and well, vandalism and vandalism. Sitting here and being an asshole. And pointing out when you were being lazy is what I did. Lazy? I'm not being lazy. I'm hurting. I have an autistic daughter I take care of, and I have a disability. Go fuck yourself, cart narc. So you could walk all around the store. How about that? You Go fuck your yourself. Delicious McDonald's and Go delicious... fuck yourself. I love banging energy drinks. I don't care. Because you're throwing it at I me. I don't give a shit. Look, man, let me give you my, gis- let me give you my business card. I don't know who you think you are. I'm the cart narc. I told you. But don't ever tell somebody with a disability it's lazy bonesitis. You got a pretty Go good, fuck yourself, You got a pretty good throwing arm for someone with a disability. Throwing arm? It's my back, asshole. You still got to use your back to throw. Would you like my business card or not? How about that? Go you fuck yourself. Your, no, how about you want my business card? No, I don't know who you think you are, but don't ever tell somebody with a disability they have lazy bonesitis. But you Take do. your cart narcs and go fuck yourself. Like Here. Car, thank you. No, I, I'm glad you're you afraid of me. You better be. Well, I don't want you to assault me again. You, assault you? you I threw hit... drink on you, that's little girl. Okay? Uh, uh, and don't that's, be a little girl. And as a feminist, I take offense with that. Girls are just, just as powerful as men. Maybe I shouldn't be singing this song. Ranting and raving and carrying on. Maybe they're right when they tell me I'm wrong. Was that Linda? You know, <laughs> could have been. We may have invented a new Karen. Yeah. It's a mutation of yeah. the original it's a, Karen gene. It's Linda. the Linda gene. Mm-hmm. 
My God, Carton Arcs is doing God's work. Am I mm-hmm. right? Yep, they are. And, and here's the thing, I, because I've encountered this myself, you can't know for certain that a person doesn't have a disability just because it's not obvious they have a disability. Right, but they should have a placard or on they their should. license plate or you they know, should. whatever. And if they are disabled, they certainly shouldn't be leaving carts in the disabled path. Yeah, they should know. know better. Yeah. yeah. Now, Carl, if this is not true, please tell me so. Mm-hmm. Tell the listeners so. You know that I love debating these scenarios like WestJet. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll put hours into it. I look forward to it. But this is the part I want you to verify. Mm -hmm. I always have in the back of my mind the knowledge that the individual I'm dealing with does not own the business. The guy we dealt with in Calgary does not own WestJet. Mm -hmm. His hands are tied by corporate. They've told him what he has to do. So I never raise my voice. I never insult the individual. I attempt to debate and reason with them. And I attempt to escalate it to an individual who has the ability to make the decision. And if the decision is no, then the decision is no. Fast food joints are manned to a great extent by kids. Teenagers. Yeah, teenagers. Minimum wage. Their first job, whatever. Yeah. Mine was McDonald's. What was yours? I never worked at a fast food place. Didn't you do uh, that, uh, not booster juice, but didn't you do... uh, Orange Julius or something? Nope. Never worked in food. Must have been my first wife. No, I think that was actually my niece. You, but you worked in the mall in a jean store, right? I worked in, yeah, I worked in jean stores and I worked in video stores. and Yeah. 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 But my very first job was, yeah, working at the, at the Nickelodeon at the West Edmonton Mall. Yeah. I'm not discouraging any of you from standing up for your rights. You should. But do it respectfully. And keep in mind who you're talking to. You know, a 15-year-old, a 16-year-old. Yeah. They're, yeah. Come on. People are just behaving badly. They really are. I mean, you wouldn't want anyone dealing with your children that way. Exactly. don't deal with somebody else's Mm -hmm. child that way. A customer at a fast food place had to wait 45 minutes for her order. And so she started yelling at the 16-year-old girl who was working at the till, demanding to get the contact information for her manager. Instead, she got... Her manager. And you're an employee who wants to raise your voice up for me. I want your manager's contact information because I'm not going to be talked to like that when I'm waiting out here for over 45 minutes for fast food. Don't say a word to me. I did not. I asked her to move up. I am the woman's defense and just to be fair i will say that she was not in a great mood because she had just uh, finished laying off 400 employees from sears Mm -hmm. over zoom so linda was a little upset Mm -hmm. 
A 15-year-old boy runs out in front of a car to park. The driver stops in time, um, but gets out of her car and loses it on the, on the boy mm-hmm. using a ton of profanity. His father steps in and lets her know it's just not cool to swear at his child. Now, I just witnessed Excuse it. me for swearing. At a 15-year-old. My... That is not okay. It's not okay? No. But it's not okay. It's not okay to, to swear. It's bus. okay to yell at him for you running in front of your car. Yeah. But it's not okay to swear at a little kid. A little? He's 15, right? 15 is still little. Okay. I have a 15 They just entered high school. Okay. And you're swearing at him. You know what? You're making no sense at all. No, you're making okay. no sense at all. Listen you really to just me. need to leave. Listen to me. You really just me. need to leave. Listen to me. I have no interest in listening to you. Well, you, just you, have, you can't debate a thing. Then you just okay? need to leave. I have, we have plenty of I literally of kids just gave you the whole pets. thing. Plenty I don't care about pets. your kids and pets. You were but in the car. But to spare. I don't I care. I slowed down. You cross the street and then but you cross right. But there a pet right? in the street. There was no pet in the street. I don't know no, why you're bringing you kids me? and pets into the conversation. There was no kids. There was no pets. Would you rather me hit him? Hi, I'm Ken Franchak, General Manager of Crystal Glass. When it comes to your home, windows are your view to the world. We ensure you see it clearly. Call 310-GLASS or book now at crystalglass.ca. The clear choice for all your glass needs. Hey, Jerry Springer here, and you're listening to Gross Misconduct with Carol and Andrew. Good news, Andrew, you are the father of your children. Take care of yourself and each other. So, Carol, as you know, I've been driving here and there, dashing from show to show. It's been a very busy couple of weeks, and I still have a very busy couple of weeks ahead of me. It's Christmas party season, and I'm grateful and thankful that there are Christmas parties for me to perform at, whether they be virtually or live. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to say what group this was or in what town this was, because I don't want anyone, including Joe, to try and take that piece of information and determine where this happened. Because the group itself was great. The contact was great. The money was good. Everything was good about this show. But it is the weirdest thing that I've ever had happen to me in 30 years of doing comedy. You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sound. A dimension of sight. A dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into the Twilight Zone. I get there. There's 50 people, looks like a good group, great energy in the room, meet the contact. She's excited that I'm there, a podcast listener. A few people come up before I go on to tell me they miss me on radio, a very friendly crowd. The MC does a great job of introducing me and up I go and I'm about 10 minutes in, things are going magically. 
when this woman starts booing me, just, but it doesn't relate to anything I've said. I didn't, you know, if I said, oh, I think women are dumb and she booed, I could sort of connect those two and go, okay, well, she didn't like what I said. But basically, I wasn't saying anything. I wasn't taking a stand on anything. Mm -hmm. And she just starts booing. And I ask her, why are you booing? You were funnier on chat than you are here tonight. And and the crowd goes, woo. Like, it was just awkward. But keep it, I'm killing. And I would tell you if I wasn't. I'm, I'm killing. Everyone's having a great time. She's having a great time. She, she was laughing the whole time. So I, I, I just sort of brushed it off and I kept going. And then she started up again. And she, she yelled at me and she booed me and she challenged what I was saying. This horrible heckler from hell. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm always amazed when people heckle because it doesn't help a show. For any of you out there that have ever heckled, you didn't help the show. I didn't spend 30 years getting to where I am with the hope that I would be able to cover the time with some idiot yelling at me. I've got the time. It's very well-rehearsed, well-written material that I would like to do for your group. And this woman just wouldn't stop. She was relentless. And people went over and talked to her. I could hear them telling her to just calm the fuck down, right? So the show ends, and I get a partial standing ovation from the group. And I think primarily because they were acknowledging what I had put up with and how I had handled this woman. I didn't insult her. Uh, I didn't call her names. Uh, the closest I got to an insult was, she said, let me clear something up. I don't find you funny. And I said, well, while we're clearing things up, uh, let me clear something up. I work alone, so shut up. And she went off on a tangent on that. So the show ends. I go to leave. She comes flying over, like just runs directly for me. It throws her arms up and says, I want to give you a hug. I'm like, what? And she throws her arms around me. Like she puts her arms on me, her hands on me. And pandemic aside, I don't want to be hugged against my will. Mm -hmm. I, so I, I try to push her hands back and I'm like, I don't want to hug you. And she goes, come on, come on. I want to, I, I said, why do you want to hug me? She goes, I love you. She goes, I'm your biggest fan. And the guy behind her says, it's true. Like she was so excited that you're here tonight. She's your biggest fan. She listens to your podcast. So I'm talking directly to her right now, both in the podcast and in my story. I said to her, then why would you do that? Why would you interrupt the show? And she says, because I love angry, angry Andrew. Hmm. It's weird. What the fuck? For fuck's sake. Why is it comedy is the only form of entertainment where people feel they're somehow helping the show by screaming shit at it? You wouldn't do it at a theater. You wouldn't do it at a live play. I mean, you. where is that acceptable? I, I later got a letter. You suck. Oh, sorry. No, Thank not you. here? Well, no, oh, okay. no I don't care, right. really. <laughs> it scared me when you did that. I jumped. I jumped. A, <laughs> I almost shit my pants when you did that, really. That was loud in my headset. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Uh, anyways, I did get an email from the organizer a few hours later apologizing on her behalf. But she honestly does not believe she's done anything wrong. I've certainly not heard from her. And- she thinks she was really helping me. And she just, I guess, as you said, when I told you the story, you said, well, I think she just wanted your attention. Great. Then come up and talk to me before the show or I'll take 
time and talk to you after the show, but don't scream shit at me during the show. You suck. Oh, sorry. No, no. I'm, I'm sorry I even brought this up now. All right. It's time to uh, check in with the politicians. Not much happening on the political front, really, Carl, because, of Thank course, God. yeah, Christmas is coming up, but this is in the news. Uh, our prime minister, Justin Trudeau, declared a boycott of diplomats to the games. Where are the games? Oh, you know those games. <laughs> in Beijing. That's how invested I am in the Olympics. The Olympics are coming up, I guess, in February in Beijing, China. China. And our prime minister says, uh, we're not sending diplomats. Take a listen. Bonjour tout le monde. Hello, ice cream. Uh, 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 we are announcing today that we will not be sending any uh, diplomats to the Beijing Olympic or Paralympic Games this winter. At the same time, uh, our diplomats will be there. Our diplomats have been training for years and are looking forward to compete at the highest level against diplomats from around the world. I know it would be a stronger message if we didn't send athletes, but then I'd be pissing off a bunch of people who can easily outrun me. If we're being honest, no one gives a shit if diplomats go to the games and most people were probably unaware there even were games. But, we're not stopping there. As an even stronger message to China, we will also no longer serve any food in our house on China. We're now going to use paper plates. We're also taking my son Adrian out of Kung Fu classes and swearing off Chinese takeout. We may still get it delivered. We haven't made that decision yet. As a final step, we are officially now referring to the Great Wall of China as simply the Pretty Good Wall of China. Thank you for the ice cream. All right. Well, uh, we also have uh, Jason Kenny. I didn't think I'd be able to find any Jason Kenny because I assumed I wouldn't be able to find Jason Kenny. <laughs> uh, but uh, he talked recently. I guess he was down in Calgary doing at Christmas time. They do this Chamber of Commerce talk. And he had done that. And then this was afterwards out in the lobby. Uh, he was talking about his plan to ease restrictions over Christmas holidays. Mm -hmm. And also, apparently, he has a trip planned to Toronto this week. Okay. Hi there, folks. Uh, oddly enough, uh, I, can, I can tell you that uh, I feel like uh, the biggest winner. Uh, I hope I didn't say that because that's completely ridiculous, but it's nothing new. It's something we've been dealing with for many years. So, um, uh, you know, look. We've always tried to not be mindful of the, uh, where the public is at in terms of their willingness broadly to comply with public health rules and, uh, and, and guidelines. We um, got it completely wrong. I, I'm not contesting that. Um, uh, but the reality is we're putting the pedal to the metal on that. Um, we'll be looking at, at some uh, m potential modest relaxation of measures uh, going towards Christmas. We'll be looking at all the different data, but we are not interested in all of that. So we have our own rules, um, and, um, um, uh, and, and that's the stage that we're at right now. And all of the projections I've seen suggest we are projected to grow the uh, lead candidate in COVID growth next year. Uh, and in 2023, I don't have a crystal ball about where we're going to be in, in five or 10 years. And finally, I, I, one of the coolest parts of my job is I, I get uh, fentanyl, other opioids, 
most of it generated from black market factories in China. But in Toronto, it's going to be four days of nonstop street heroin. Merci beaucoup. Thank you very much. Joyeux Noël. Oh, is that not mine? Okay, sorry. Your water? No, I'm good. Okay. That's sort of odd. Uh, before one of the shows, an individual came up to me, uh, a podcast listener, mm-hmm. and said, hey, I've got a question for you. Mm-hmm. And the, the question was about Kevin. Ooh. Yeah. And he wanted to know, so is Kevin an anti-vaxxer? And I said, no. He said, well, is Kevin vaccinated? And I said, I, I think so, but I won't know for sure unless we find out. What does Kevin think? What does Kevin think is brought to you by Old McDonald's Resort, family camping on the south shore of Buffalo Lake. Individual and group sites, grandma's kitchen, train rides, bike rentals, ice cream and coffee shops, playgrounds, a beautiful beach, fireworks at night, including the best July 1st fireworks show in Western Canada, and so much more. Check them out at oldmcdonalds.com. Make your 2022 summer reservation today and tell them you heard about it on Gross Misconduct. What does Kevin think? Yes, I'm vaccinated. I wasn't scared of getting vaccinated. I really don't give two shits one way or the other. It's not probably going to affect me. I don't know if I was a a young lady in her 20s that was looking to have children. I don't I don't know how much I would trust it. I I just don't know enough, you know, nobody knows enough about it. I don't like the fact that we're being fucking forced to do it. I don't like that fact. But I'm vaccinated because I want to get on a plane next week and go to Costa Rica, and I can't do that without my vaccination. There's some of us in the family that are vaccinated. Some are too young. But uh, it's it, nobody, yeah. I don't even know what, I don't even know what the fuck is in my roll age when I get heartburn, so... <laughs> What the fuck difference does it make? As long as it doesn't tip me over, I'm I'm good. And that's what Kevin thinks. Way Bingo! To go, Kevin. He hit the nail on the head with that. Yeah. You know, people saying, "Oh, I don't know," but fuck, you don't know what's on anything. I know. Fuck, you just keep consuming it. What this really relates to <laughs> is a lack of trust in government. Yeah, that's what yeah, it relates I to. Know, but... We believe they're lying to us at all times because they often are. Mm-hmm. But really, what choice do we have at this point? Just get the fucking vaccination. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of which, <laughs> with us traveling in January and with me doing a couple of cruises, and people keep asking me at shows, like, aren't you worried about getting on a cruise ship? And I, I, I'm always saying I'm probably safer than I would be at, say, Safeway. I mean, everybody has to be mm-hmm. vaccinated. Everyone's tested twice yeah. before they board the ship, and they're tested individuals like myself are actually tested every couple of days while on the ship. So mm-hmm. I feel pretty safe. I'm not worried about it and I need the money. Uh, but I did think I'd run it past the doctor and ask, are there any precautions I should be taking while traveling since so many people are traveling over Christmas? I think the most practical tip I can think of to stay safe while traveling is to use common sense. We all know what it takes to keep ourselves as safe as possible. And with that knowledge, there's really no need to be afraid to travel. 
I personally don't rely on anyone or trust anyone else for my safety from getting COVID. I have a list of rules I've followed for years to avoid the flu, and I think this same list applies to COVID, as it's transmitted in the same way. These rules are listed in order of importance, in my opinion. 1. If you're sick, stay home. Period. Don't leave unless it's absolutely necessary, like a medical appointment. Get help from family and friends for everything else. 2. Wash or sterilize your hands often when out in public. 3. Don't touch your face unless your hands are clean. And I always assume my hands are dirty unless I've just cleaned them. 4. Try to avoid touching door handles, handrails, or anything else people touch. If you do touch them, clean your hands right away. 5. Maintain a six-foot distance from people you don't know. I don't follow this rule for people I know and trust. 6. When you can't keep a good distance away from strangers indoors, wear a mask. But don't forget, only an N95 mask protects you. Otherwise, a regular face covering only prevents spread from you to others. 7. Don't be touching your mask with dirty hands. That defeats its purpose and can actually increase your risk of infection. And eight, getting vaccinated is a good idea, despite what the internet may tell you. It's safe and it's effective. I hope this helps and travel safely. Hi, I'm Dr. Jerome Cowett at South Central Dentistry. We are committed to excellence in dentistry and service and hope that you choose South Central Dentistry as your oral health care provider. Located just north of the White Mud on Gateway Boulevard, call us at 780-757-3723 or find us at southcentraldentistry.com. Imagine a world without gross misconduct. Hey Dick, it's Wednesday and there's no new episode of Gross Misconduct. That can't be. We listen every week. You made a small donation to support the podcast, like I asked you to. Right? No. I thought someone else would do it. Oh Dick. Because you didn't do that. The podcast is gone. I am such an idiot. Don't be a dick. Make a small contribution to paypal.me slash grossmisconduct or e-transfer andrew at andrewgross.com or become a monthly subscriber for as little as $5 a month at patreon.com slash gross underscore misconduct and receive exclusive content. Hey, this is Jeff Pilsen from Foreigner and you are listening to Gross Misconduct. So, Carl, I don't know if it's as a result of WestJet and all my tweets and the fact that it went viral or if it's the fact that I've started telling people at live shows that I have a podcast, Mm -hmm. which I had not been doing up until about 10 days ago. Mm -hmm. But we've gained several hundred Mm -hmm. listeners. That's good. Yeah, which is great. And we welcome you all. Thank you so much for taking the time to check out Gross Misconduct. We would love it since... 
you're new and don't know how this works, we would love it if you would leave us a review on whatever podcast app you use. It can be any podcast app. They all allow reviews, but it would help us gain even more listeners if you left us a good review. You can leave us a bad review too. Sure. If there's something you'd if like you us don't to like it. change. Yeah. Like no. we're we're pretty open to that kind of thing. And we won't uh, hit you up for money just yet. We'll get you hooked on it first. And then we'll tell you, uh, you know, don't be a deadbeat. Uh, all right. It is uh, time for this. This is Jeopardy. Well, Carl, your money is at $35 million, mm-hmm. which is just fabulous. Uh, we need to find out your category for the week. And for that, we have to spin the How Smart is Carol Wheel. The How Smart is Carol Wheel is brought to you by the best furnace and plumbing services in Edmonton, Todd's Mechanical, providing you with all of your plumbing and furnace needs. Edmontonians keep warm and dry with Todd's Mechanical. Call them at 780-499-7598 or find them online at toddsmech.com. And don't forget to like them on Facebook. And it was Todd's birthday this past week. So happy birthday, happy big boy. Bur- Todd. <laughs> Todd's a great guy, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It, it was yeah. so kind yeah. of him to drop by and determine and, what the problem was mm-hmm, with their furnace mm-hmm. and then to offer to come back and yeah, check their yeah. work. Yeah, immediately he was like, yeah. okay, it's this, and you got to call And them. he was 100% and right. And he was like, make sure they do not charge you for anything. Because yeah. so you should not be on the hook for anything. And, and we're not. Which is true. He gave me great advice, gave yeah. us great advice. So kudos. Yeah, Todd. thanks, Todd. And, and you know, we talk about Todd and his plumbing services mm. so you don't think of him as a furnace guy but he does yeah, furnaces yeah. too as his name Todd's mechanical would yeah like he can do your appliances <laughs> yeah. right like you know yeah. fix your dishwasher he he's a gas fitter as well i believe yes yes yeah so yeah, yeah. So, you know, he can fit your gas. <laughs> Multifaceted is Todd. <laughs> yes, he is. Uh, all right. We'll give the uh, wheel a spin. And if you're a new listener and wondering why there is a wheel on Jeopardy, <laughs> just don't question it. It is the way it is. Uh, it has landed on Broadway revivals. Broadway revivals. You have $35 million with which to wager uh, before I ask you the question in the category of Broadway revivals. Well, you take your time with that. I'll be at the uh, Rivers Casino in Fort McMurray Wednesday night of this week, whatever date that is. Back from my cruise, I'll be at the Twin Otter Neighborhood Pub for a comedy night January 15th. And in February, John Wing will join me on Valentine's Day for the Idiot's Guide to Marriage Comedy Show which will be held at the ATB Financial Arts Barns. All right, have you made your wager? He's my boyfriend. Uh, Yes, I have. (laughs) All right. In the category of Broadway revivals, ads for the 2020 revival of this musical said, something's coming, something good, a new movie version is also coming. Ads for the 2020 revival of this musical said, something's coming, something good. A new movie version is also coming. What is Cats? 
I'm sorry, Carl. That's not oh, correct. What? No, really? Yeah, I'm sad for you. Oh, oh, I thought because they're okay. What you is, said what? that with such confidence. Well, yeah, because <laughs> I know that there was like a movie version of it with like Taylor Swift or something or Jane. I don't know. Got panned, oh. but it was oh, cheesy I'm... enough that it was good. Well, how oh. much did you wager? Five million. Okay, well that's what's the answer? Doing good. What's the answer? West Side Story. Oh, I should know that because it just came out this week. Yes, and we watched the commercial for it on TV, and I said I would love to see that. <sighs> I thought, in fact, the question might be too easy given that we just saw a commercial for it last night. But Yeah, but, well, the question is not just the movie, but it's also been revived on Broadway, yes. right? But yeah. I'm not up on my Broadway. Right. What's happening? Well, so. that's disappointing. Apparently, it's getting panned. The new West Side yeah, Story? Yeah, they're saying it's not that good. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. So. Because the original was fabulous. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the original? Mm-hmm. Loved it. Yeah. Loved it. I mean, I would watch it just for the dancing and, you know, the songs. But, yeah. You wow. know, but apparently, yeah, it's kind of getting paid. It did not have a good opening at oh. all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. All right. It's uh, time for the uh, big blue folder. The Big Blue Folder is brought to you by Crystal Glass. You deserve to see the world clearly. Don't let cracks, chips, or other imperfections ruin the view. Crystal Glass is the clear choice for all residential glass replacement and repair. Visit crystalglass.ca. All right. All the work from home stuff means new laws and considerations are being addressed in courtrooms around the world. A court in Germany may have just redefined what it means to commute. A guy there recently rolled out of bed and walked downstairs to start working at his desk, but he tripped on the stairs and broke his back. Oh, my God. So we filed an insurance claim through work that said he was technically commuting to work. And the court agreed. There are laws in the U.S. that already allow for workers' comp if you're injured while working for home. But here's the weird part. The court in Germany ruled it only applied because he was on his way to his desk for the first time that day. If he had stopped at his desk, then, say, gone to the kitchen to grab breakfast and fell while doing that, the court would not have ruled in his favor. Wow. A 48-year-old woman in Missouri uh, named Laura Oglesby uh, stole. It wasn't that the name in Slapshot Oglesby? Joe, check that. I, I think it was... Who was named Oglesby? I think it was a guy on the other team that was a real fighter. A 48-year-old woman in Missouri named Laura Oglesby stole her daughter's identity so that she could go to college. She didn't want to get a degree. She wanted to date young guys. <laughs> uh, somehow, she managed to run the scam for two years before being caught, and it was quite elaborate. She got a social security card in her daughter's name. She even got federal student loans. She was 43 at the time and claimed she was 22. And apparently the guys she seduced had no idea. She even scored a job at the library, which is almost too perfect. Eventually it all unraveled, though. This was in 2018, but she's only just been sentenced this year. She's uh, facing five years behind bars without parole after pleading guilty. Well, why not just enroll as yourself and then just lie to guys that you meet that you're, you know, 22 23 like that's stupid yeah that is kind of stupid yeah hmm huh a 76 year old woman in florida named patsy flipped out on her ex and his new girlfriend back in september she drove up to the guy's place 
and vandalized their car. She actually crashed hers into his, poured oil over the air vents, and wrote stuff like, loves kinke sex. And I said it that way because she spelled it wrong, K-I-N-K-E-Y, and womanizer, W-O-M-I-N-Z-E-R, <laughs> Uh, she wrote that in pink lipstick on the windows. Then Patsy went over to the girlfriend's car, poured oil on it, and put a dead raccoon on the hood. Oh my god! <laughs> she Patsy, also wrote. Patsy, Patsy. She also wrote, "Sloot." <laughs> <laughs> in uh, pink lipstick. <laughs> it was a BMW. And it was damaged so severely that it was considered a total loss. Uh, the boyfriend is 74, and his new girlfriend is a, a young spring chicken of 64 years old. Uh, Patsy was arrested Wednesday morning on two felony criminal mischief counts. Jesus. <laughs> you think in your 70s, that kind of shit was behind you. Hmm. Uh, all right, Carl, that's our whole episode. Who do we have to thank? This episode of Gross Misconduct was sponsored by Crystal Glass, Todd's Mechanical, Leading Edge Physiotherapy, South Central Dentistry, and Old McDonald's Resort. Meet to Press saying, you're a dick. Local people, what the fuck? It was sung by Sack Noel. Shut Up Your Face was sung by Jim Dolce. The Whack MCs performed COVID yet. We used the song Asshole by Dennis Leary. Gnarls Barkley sang Crazy. Purple Planet provided the What Does Kevin Think music. We used the mail time clip from Blue's Clues. We used a clip from Team America World Police. And Happy was sung by Pharrell Williams. If you want to support this podcast, go to paypal.me slash grossmisconduct or etransferandrew at andrewgross.com or sign up for a subscription at patreon.com slash gross underscore misconduct. Gross is spelled G-R-O-S-E. A number of people before shows have also asked me uh, things like, do you really need my $5, right? Uh, no, I don't. But everybody's But $5 if everybody's $5 makes a huge need. difference. And honestly, the podcast would go on forever. Now, earlier in the podcast, I said, did you want to give anyone your email address? Oh, yeah. I do you want to do that? I didn't think. Well, do people need, do, do people, has that been, well, are I, people asking? Uh, no, but as I say, <laughs> people email me and it starts with, hey, tell Carl. I mean, or, I, I do. I have, I mean, some, some listeners follow me on the Instagram. Okay. And, and that's can, a good way to they, get hold of you. And they can certainly message me. Okay. Anytime on the Instagram. And what are you on the Instagram? I am Mackle5Ride. So Mackle, the number five, ride. <laughs> so M-A-C-K-L-E, the number five, ride. R-I-D-E. Okay. And you're on Facebook? And I'm on Facebook. As Carol Mackle, Gross? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, it's just uh, like my email is for business, so I feel like, sure. eh, you know. And you're not on the Twitter, right? I am not on the Twitter. Okay. No. As a quick programming note, we're going to do another Christmas special, and we'll drop that either Christmas Eve or the day before Christmas Eve, I'm not sure. I'll actually be on a ship at that time, so mm-hmm. we're going to tape it early, mm-hmm. uh, but we know a lot of you enjoyed it last year, so mm. we'll do it again. Okay. And then after that, we just need to figure it out as we go along. Uh, yeah. At some point, we're we're going to do a best of season three and then start season four. But we need to complete the number of episodes that we promised our advertisers. Mm. So that'll be in January sometime. Which is what, 26? 26, yeah. Okay. And we have not gotten to 26. No. Actually, Joe, including this one, could you fact check that? How, how many episodes have we done in season three? 
Thank you, Joe. All right. Well, we're going to get Alaskan Airlines to play us out. Okay. I don't know. Uh, it, whatever it is, it's not right on the teleprompter. I don't know what that is. I've never seen that. Okay. Yeah, I can't read it. There's no, there's no words on it. Friends don't mask, and why don't they mask? Well, they won't fly this airline. You can fly if you want to, because we do safety right. We have air that's clean and disinfectant machines, zapping germs like an arcade space fun. And we dance. Do, do the, the dance. dance. Do, do the, the dance. dance. Everybody wash some hands. Do, do the, the dance. Do the dance. We're always wearing a mask. Do, do the, the dance. Do the dance. No, seriously, please wash your hands. Do the dance. Do the dance. Have the filters cleaning commence. Alaska safety dance. Alaska safety dance. This episode of Gross Misconduct was brought to you by Todd's Mechanical. Available 24 hours a day for your plumbing and furnace needs. Say do the safety dance and receive $50 off your next bill. Find them online at toddsmech.com or call them at 780-499-7598. And don't forget to like them on Facebook. <clears throat> All right, that's our whole episode. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. Did you? Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, maybe nighttime is when we should be taping these because you seem honestly a little more alert. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not a day person. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> Well, usually, I mean, it's just, you know, because like you'll want to do it in the middle of the day, right? And I just feel like that, you know, stops me from going out doing things, you know, getting things done around here or whatever. I just feel like it kind of like cuts up the day too much, you know. Okay. So, you know, I mean, we'll see. Something to think about. It is something to think about. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Lobsters are a large family of... But you know, the HR, per- fuck, I hate Archie. Uh, back from my cruise, I'll be at the Twin Otter Comedy. I'll be at Comedy. The Big Blue Folder is brought to you by Crystal Glass. You deserve to see the world clearly. Don't let cracks, chips, or other imperfections ruin the view. Crystal Glass is a clear choice for all residential glass replacement and repair. Visit, crest- visit crystalglass.ca. Sure, I can fix that. Do I can do it again. That's all right. I'll do it again. That's what she said. The Big Blue Folder is brought to you by Crystal Glass. You deserve to see the world clearly. Don't let cracks, chips, or... Fuck. The Big Blue Folder is brought to you by Crystal Glass. You deserve to see the world clearly. The what? The word? The word. Fuck off. The Big Blue Folder. Gary wants you to see the word clearly. (laughs) The big blue folder. <laughs> We're not even drinking. I know. Well, I I got some Bailey's in my coffee. Mm. The big blue folder is brought to you by Crystal Glass. You deserve. Oh, fuck. See now you've just fucked me all up. You you deserve the, it. You deserve it. <laughs> that's important. Eh? You deserve it. Shut up. Talk to Krusty. <clears throat> Who's Krusty? I don't know. You said that in the first take. No, I didn't. Oh, you said Krusty Glass or something. <laughs> you did. No, I didn't. <laughs>
I'm gonna I'm gonna okay, include shut, this. Okay, okay, shut up. Shut your pie hole. Shut up. The Big Blue Folder is brought to you by Crystal Glass. You deserve to see the world clearly. Don't lick. S- oh, fuck off. Don't lick crack. <laughs> That's what she said. Shut- <laughs> 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 Sorry, Ali. Uh, <clears throat> oh yeah, God, I always forget about. The book. Oh, fuck. The book. The book. <laughs> the book. I was doing so well with all my reads today. I know. Okay. The Big Blue Folder is brought to you by Crystal Glass. You deserve. <laughs> <laughs> you do deserve it. You totally deserve it. No, shut up. You do- You shut up. You deserve it. Shut up. Okay. The Big Blue Folder is brought to you by Crystal Glass. You deserve to see the world clearly. Don't let cracks, chips, or other imperfections ruin the view. Crystal Glass is the clear choice for all residential glass replacement and repair. Visit crystalglass.ca. Ah, shit, I wasn't recording.